It's because it's so stupid. Because you love rep the wheels. The internet doesn't know what rep means or what rep wheels are. Nope. They just throw it fucking out there. So, for example, <laughs> I did a reel. I had the Heritage Kokoro in the background. It was a wheel that was signed by everybody that went to my wedding. I just said it in the background. Immediately, I get the guy, throw that trash-ass rep wheel out of the, your video before your wife gets home. And I, I just replied, what is this wheel a replica of? Like one of the most unique wheels that I've seen. What is this wheel a replica of? And we are to this day still waiting for a response. Welcome back to season two, episode three. It makes Dakota and Jill's very I mad don't that I said that. I don't know if that's the right It's episode, season two. We're in a saying. new spot and now it's episode three. I don't know what to tell you. You gotta stop that. Seasons okay, stop. Changing. Ignore the seasons, the episodes that Alex. Next, they're probably completely irrelevant. Two weeks to what from now, we are launching season three. Sure. New yep. space, yeah. new yep. location, new characters, yep. and today we're talking about a very new character on the field. Let's talk about Dodge dropping off the Hellcat 170 uh, with a fucking helicopter. Like a freaking boss. Did you see that? that yeah, dope. well, everyone was sharing around the electric, what was it? I think it was electric challenger or something that was being made yeah, for that a while. SUV. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, Dodge is dead. Look, they gave up. Mm -hmm. They rolled over. They're they're fucking done. And then all of a sudden they're like, American! They drop <laughs> off fucking challenger. Yeah. Fucking 5,000 horsepower. Quad turbos. Supercharged. Three V8s. Damn. Not that either. I think that's what I read. Yep, well, that it's sounds pretty, about right. It's pretty cool. I do have, like, why do you guys think Dodge is the last one kind of just because having that's that fuck brand. you energy? It's, that's their brand. always done. Yeah. It does feel they good They always to see just it. wanted power, and they didn't give a fuck how heavy the car was. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Dodge. I'm surprised I don't, I don't fuck with Dodge more, honestly. I yeah. feel like the it's owners do ruin it a little bit. Don't you think? Dodge owners? I mean, they, get, they get bad reps. They do get pretty bad they, reps. I feel like a lot of the takeover cars are Dodges. They yeah. all, yeah. They also are like the, the Infinities, the yes. G35s. That's probably why like Ultimus, G35s are so cheap and at 350Zs <laughs> are so goddamn yeah. expensive. Everyone now. just when, like dunks on them on social media. <laughs> what it's is like, the cap? Every, like, every car dealership I know just does memes about like someone coming in with like a fucking 300 okay. credit score. <laughs> <with a Dodge laughs> I got, I got one real question What's here. What's up? Yeah. Should it be legal to be selling people thousand horsepower plus cars, or there should there be some qualification? Like, you That's don't true. fucking drive a fucking space shuttle into space without a little bit of training, just, right? Yeah. The problem. So you don't. You shouldn't be able to drive a rocket on the street. Well, the problem is, is like I don't like regulation, but I also agree. Like, well, I don't want somebody it, telling me what I can or can't put on my exhaust. See, you know, but is, I also agree that giving somebody a thousand horsepower doesn't automatically make them. A good driver. Right. I'm not worried about you driving the Dodge. I'm not worried about you driving oh, okay, the Dodge. Thank God. thank God. I'm worried about Jimmy Bob with a 300 <laughs> credit score that somehow financed it for 40% interest. And he's like, yeah, I got myself the Dodge with a thousand horsepower. Watch me fucking send it off yeah. this off ramp. <laughs> and then, Which is exactly what happens. Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. So that's, there's people that ruin it. For the normal people. The good news is is that the, the Dodge, I mean, at least it's coming with some, like, traction control and some safety features. Because I, I think the same argument, this same argument would exist 
if the Tesla if the Tesla plaids did not have all the tech stuff as well, it wouldn't be a bunch of people with 300 credit scores and a 400% interest rate getting into crashes. It'd be a bunch of fucking nerds like slamming into the side of highways uh, see, because they want to brag it to no, like their new no. girlfriend in problem. Silicon Valley. The type of people that are buying Teslas, plaids. they never floor. They're more conservative. They might floor it just to like, like whoa, yeah. and then they let off. Yeah. Done. Done. No yeah. more. Maybe show one person once, but they're they not showing off with it. They're not going crazy with their precedent. You feel that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a quick zero to 40, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's it. And nobody, Jim Bob from the fucking trailer park isn't worried about that damn Tusla that Elon Musk is selling, all right? The thing is, he I don't think Jim Bob from the trailer park is a Ford and the new demon. But that's what I said. He somehow, with his 300 credit score, yeah, financed yeah, it for 40%. It for... It's going to get repoed in three months, but that's three months we're all living on the edge, brother. And that's exactly why we need to stop letting people finance their cars at 40% interest rate. All right, well. Completely just took the wind out of that sale. Yeah, I mean that that is an issue too. <laughs> I'm deflated now. That is an uh, issue. No, it is it is funny though when you think about that that you can go out get a thousand horsepower car. The, What's this the is, insurance? This is like how on you that? know. This is how you know the world is so messed up. Like even if you're not into the whole finance stuff, that you can go buy right now, you can go buy a thousand horsepower car that someone somewhere is probably going to finance for you yep. at like fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars, probably above. Markup like oh, yeah. above of dealer pricing, it's so it's, it's gonna that, it's right? gonna be like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car, I would say. Oh, easily. Then on top of that, right? These are the same dealers that are gonna mark it up, charge you get get an extra fifty thousand from you, and then also get you to finance through them at like a sixteen percent, seventeen percent APR, same as a credit card, on a car that's not worth that the moment it rolls off the lot, mm-hmm. yeah. and people are you still defending yourself. dealerships and saying, well, if we didn't have them. Who'd fix the cars? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a pretty good point. I don't know anyone else that could possibly do that. Um, I apologize if I've talked about this multiple times, but I got the opportunity to drive a lot of cars on the track. Challenger was the worst by far. Thank Continental yeah. for so, letting you do that. Thank you, Continental, for giving me thank the opportunity to drive. <laughs> thank you, Continental. <laughs> thank you, Daddy Connie. Uh, yeah, so they gave us the opportunity to drive a lot of cars on the track. A lot of different makes and models. Yeah, Challenger fucking suck. Okay. I'm not afraid okay. to say that. All right, I, I'm I'm gonna fight back a little bit just to say that it was like a base model Challenger against like well, it was the still a, it was NSX. A, it was like a V8. Yeah, yeah but still, like yeah, you need you need you need the suspension bits on those cars to like do more. Was, I don't think it was a base model. I think it was SRT. Okay, well, but it still wasn't like a Hellcat or like. There's another. There's okay, a, but it shouldn't need to be a Hellcat. Okay, here's SRT the thing. like We're a sixty thousand dollar like NSX and a Supra Just, and a BMW yeah. M4 competition. See, here's on the thing with 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 Dodge. If you buy a sixty thousand dollar Dodge or fifty thousand dollar Dodge, same price as the Challenger. I will agree. From like a two, like right now, the Toyota Supra is still probably the best bang for buck car you can buy right now. The B fifty eight Mark V Supra is a great car you can buy. But I know back in like when things were like fifty grand. Dodge put forty or thirty-five thousand of that fifty into the engine, and then fifteen thousand dollars somehow had to make the rest of the car. So, and unless you want to get like good suspension, good tech, some good stuff on the car, you do have to spend like a hundred thousand dollars on a fucking Dodge. Okay, all listen, I'm saying, pal, all I'm saying, but you do get seven hundred horsepower in the situation. 
I wasn't surprised that the challenger sucked because I agree. You're right. I hopped in that. I was like, damn, but, that was horrible. Okay, and let me let me add a little bit of context to this situation. Dakota too. hates dodges. No, 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 no. <laughs> I went into it super open minded. I've always liked challengers. I liked how they looked. I never owned one and I never driven one before. So I went in super open minded. I wasn't like, oh great, I gotta get in the challenger. I was like, okay, let's hop in the challenger, see what this thing's got. It didn't feel fast. It didn't feel like it was comfortable, like yeah. maybe to the extent of like driving a Chrysler 300, <laughs> probably equivalent of that, but I hated it. I I was scared to drive it. I felt so I saw him far back behind me. I, was, I felt uncomfortable because it, it sucked so bad. Imagine felt, the day, imagine the day when Dodge creates a prototype car and they're like, hey, 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 what if we just made something that could turn that was light yeah. and fast as fuck? And yeah. they're like, now we introduce the Dodge Hellcat C carbon, <laughs> and it's like a 3,000-pound, 1,000-horsepower. Yeah, you wouldn't go anywhere because there's no weight to plant it. Like, I do think yeah, I do true. think the weight actually helps at that I at agree that point, 100%. Point, what to. we were driving, it didn't. No, no, it, it did feel like a freaking boat. Like, I know there it's is a some, joke, but they are some big cars. Yeah. They are heavy. It felt they, like, like a yacht. The whole thing yeah. rolled Ooh. like like crazy. There's a lot of body roll in those cars. Ooh, you I'm still said the, the G80 was your favorite one oh out of the whole group by far. That shit, literally, and this is the crazy part too. We were already driving the G80 for days before this, so it wasn't like, oh, this is a new experience. We hopped back in it again after driving the NSX, C8 Corvette, Dodge Challenger, Supra, the G80 M3 had me hooting and hollering and smiling and just giddy, and the confidence level I felt on the track was like no other car I drove, even to the NSX. I think the NSX was too pricey and too crazy yeah. where I felt nervous. And then the the G80 was just like this perfect, so I want one of those cars. I loved it. It was phenomenal. It blew me away. I liked I, it more than the Supra by far. I do think BMWs, they're, they're doing something right right yeah. now. I know the design of the 2 Series, I don't really like the new M2 personally. Oh. I think it's a little bit more, I like the previous generation more I'd rather stuff, get but... into the M240, honestly. Yeah, we got exactly. to we got to autocross the M240Is. Yeah, the new shit was fun as fuck. Those cars handled so good. Yeah. Really? There's like yeah, a new so Miata, but like, way better. Yeah, and honestly, like the price point of those right now, not too bad. If you can find How them, much are they? I think they're going for like super prices because it's got a B fifty eight in it. Like the thing is, a smaller chassis Supra. The styling is very questionable. Wait, no, are they two doors or four doors? I think two, two door. Yeah. Yeah. So is it smaller than a Supra? I'd say it's really. It's got to be smaller. It looks really compact. But right? When you think about Supras, are kind of small too. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question because the the BMW M two competition, the one that Lars has, yeah. when that came out, that's a phenomenal. Those are ev- also everyone, yeah. like y- unanimously, is like that is the car, that is the driver's yeah. car. If you want to go spend, you know, sixty thousand yeah. dollars, and it's like I see these M two forty eyes and stuff. I'm surprised it's not another M two comp, but those haven't really come out yet. The 240i is really that great? I love the 240i. I was super impressed. And that one I went in with a negative mindset because I was like, these things are kind of fucking ugly. They look kind of weird, except they come in really sick colors. The colors are so sick. And the interior, you're talking about the purple one? Yeah, what's that color called again? Just keep talking. I'll look it up. Um, But no, like, because I was kind of saying, I was like, the the, um, overall looks grew on me a lot as we Mm. were like kind of driving them throughout the day. I was like, damn, okay, I can get it. And then you hop in the interior, like the stitching is really dope. It's like the the M colors, but it's like kind of like kind of retro in a way where it's kind of like yeah. you know digitized. Like it was really dope and it was comfortable. And those things ripped and mm-hmm. like they were super responsive. They were very nimble. I mean, we were beating the we, shit. They're out literally of them. just like, hey, here's a a track that you've never driven before. 
Here's a brand new M240i. Go as fast as you can. Go as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, all right. <laughs> and like and back, you know, to back to back to back. And like back, Dakota back, said, back, like back. it was comfortable. Like uh, sure, at first you know, I was like kind of nervous, but like after like one lap, I was like, oh shit! Like yeah, you get a lot of. I start pushing your limits. I know, I did. I almost flew off the track a little and, bit. Uh, it was a little scary. It's called. <laughs> you literally saw it. Put it in your brain. And Thunder then imi- <laughs> Night Metal. Yeah, yeah. Thunder Night Metal. An amazing color. It's so, like a new generation midnight purple almost. Yeah. Okay, a little so, less chameleon. So, so let's so let's do this. Let's 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 break it down like we do in Gran Turismo. We've got obviously the PP. tuner, oh. we've got the European, and mm-hmm. then we've got the domestic. Yeah. When we look at those tr- three regions right now, what do we think is the most progressive car in each of those spaces? Let's say 2022. What do you think is the most progressive domestic car of 2022 or 2023 so far? Like Ooh, the domestic, the, that's tricky. I I personally think so. I'll start domestic. Yeah, I'll yeah, start sure. it off because like, I think I'm domestic. I think I, I for your own GDM. I love the the loudness, right? Of the 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 new Hellcat. I think that's super cool. The helicopter dropping it off. <laughs> it's so on brand, but Demon, it doesn't though. take the win. Demon, sorry. The C8 Z06. It, it it is it I, is it is, really it cool. is the the yeah. best value out there the thing best eats, value it, the thing eats pretty much everything else it's super fast it's mid engined it's domestic I think it's everything you'd want in a car I mean, if you could get it what about the the Cadillac Black Wings yeah so I was gonna say I as much as I fucking hate GM they've been coming out with some kind of cool car yeah the Black Wing stuff is really cool yeah. I would agree with that too I think that's that's super neat I just like the the Z06 platform because when I drove the C8 for the first time, even with all the packages before the Z06 was introduced, it just felt so light on the nose. And I think you guys drove a C8 too while you yeah, were with Continent. Yeah, I fucking hated it. It was <laughs> not a great car. Yeah, you when you drive, I, and I don't know if anybody else has had this experience. If you're listening, let us know. But the the C8 Z06, you have to be so feathered on the brake constantly to keep the traction on the front of those tires as you're going through turns. The moment yeah, you start to yeah, it was to, pushing a the, lot. Yeah, the moment you start to to throttle steer anything, it just feels like you don't even have front wheels on the car. No, yeah, for some reason or another. So when I saw the Z06 and I saw that they added a bunch of aero to keep that no mm-hmm. that nose just planted on the ground, I was like, that has to have fixed a lot of what I felt when I was mm, driving it. Ron Bellows, I mean, steering wheel too. Yeah, the steering wheel is yeah. a little silly, <laughs> but I I didn't mind. I know a lot also, of people hate it, the but the flashers are up here. The buttons, <laughs> yeah, I found them very ergonomic. It took me like twenty yeah, seconds to learn where everything car, was. Fine, here and here sucked. Yeah, yeah, I hated the buttons originally. I didn't like that weird design of making them all individual. And I still, I, I would say I'm indifferent. I don't like that. No one had, weird, a, no what car from there did have a weird like interface. Kia Soul. No, the NSX. Oh. See, that one, I, that one was interesting. I love that the NSX is. I liked the NSX. I did too, so but it, was weird. Like, it took me a second to like figure out how the fuck to put it in drive. Yeah, I love that the NSX is just weird enough to where I think it's going to sit in the same exact spot the first generation sat. We're in like ten yeah. years, people are going to be same buying thing. NSXs because they were that that experimental Acura at the time, very interesting, very weird. Nobody really thought it had any sauce, and then all of a sudden, everybody's going to want one. I just think that's going to be the case. Because they're powerful, right? They're hybrid powered. Well, let's here. Let's let's bring this back a little bit. What did you think for domestic car? Oh yeah, that's like the most. Progressive. Yeah, I I mean, it's tough to say. I I don't really know much about the new the C8. I mean, the the Black Wing's pretty cool. Again, it's really been hit by like the dealer markup and availability. Yeah, the price shit. is crazy. So it's really hard to say. But like, I mean, 
with Ford coming out with like the new Mustangs and stuff, like those things are pretty rowdy. The S650s? Yeah, the S650. And then like coming off the success of the S550. Which was also a really good platform. I, I, yeah. I kind of have to give it to Ford on that one. What do you think, okay. Dakota? Did you say Blackwing? Blackwing, I guess. So it's just the most interesting one that I see. And after doing some digging into it, I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I'm like actually really impressed. We got to see some in person. I haven't had the ability to drive one or yeah. ride one. So I guess I can't speak fully. But like with domestics, it's tough. I feel like they're kind of sleeping they're just all about suvs and trucks at the moment yeah, i mean like the cool thing like i said dodge was like no nah, here's a thousand horsepower car like that's sick but i, I just i don't really care about that yeah though. what like, about it, it's cool but like i i would never own that i know what about uh european the bmws the the new m3 m4 platform i think is absolutely insane and for you that killing it can't get over the looks Fucking blindfold yourself, walk up to the car, get in, take the blindfold off, go drive it. You will shit yourself because they, they killed it. It's perfect. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it it feels so balanced. The power is so good. It comes on, it, it breaks, it feels right when you're driving it. They they killed it. I would say that all day. What do you think? Same thing? Yeah, 100%. All day. I didn't really get into much European cars in the past like year and a half, so I'm only going off of what I've what I've seen. I would say the new G80s I've heard nothing but fantastic yep. things about. Um, I I did really enjoy the release of the new GT3 RS and what they did with mm, bringing the yeah, arrow and yeah. the swan neck wing and they, they kind of, they revolutionized. That's a tough car to beat. Yeah. They revolutionized the design and they went like full arrow with it and I think we're going to see some crazy numbers from people out with those cars. And then I have a feeling that you're going to see a lot more of what Porsche just did with their GT3 RS hit a lot of these domestic cars. They're going to bring a bunch more aero. You're going to see swan you neck wings. think so? Wings. For domestics? I, I think so. I think when you start looking at things like the Camaro ZR1s and, and or I'm sorry, the ZL1s and the ZR1s and some of these like high-performance domestic cars where they get a lot of their aero, I, I do think they take a lot of design elements from their European counterparts. And Porsche GT3 RS is the only super wild production aeroed car out there right now. And the GT4 RS. Yeah. I... I would love to agree with you. I just don't know if I could see it. I'd love to see it. I don't know. Because, like, the ZL. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah. The, I mean, the Focus ST and RS was designed in Europe. Yeah. So yeah. The, you're, you're right. They do take their mm-hmm. design cues. You know, that's where they're looking. Right. Yeah. What about uh, Japanese tuner? A Honda. Honda Type R? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Why do you say that? I mean, because they're, again, they heard nothing but fantastic things. Again, sucks that you can't really fucking get your hands on them. I, I would say it's close to Toyota and what they're doing with the GR stuff. That's what I was going to say. I like uh, I just heard perfect things about the Type. I see the GR86 taking over right now. Yeah. It's That's affordable. They refined everything they needed to from the previous FRS BRZ stage and they well besides I guess we're having a little bit of issues with oil and uh stuff Typ- like that typical. going on. But Super regardless, things. it is a <laughs> an amazing looking car. It yeah. looks so good. It's at a price point that anyone can get into, and it's just the perfect platform to mod. It's perfect for tuner culture. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff carried over from the previous generation, too, which helped right away. So Yeah, yeah you, your modification support was almost oh, plug-and-play. Yeah. Like I remember we were when we were at Abisu, they're like, just get a GR eighty six. Just just you can take the stuff from your F series, FT, right? Is that what it is? F T eighty six. You can get it from the F T eighty six and just put it in the GR eighty six and yeah, you're ninety percent yeah, of the way there. It transfers over really well and uh, yeah, the, the cars are amazing. Yeah. I, I I love those cars. I would say if I would agree with you if the dealers weren't preventing know, access that is the to the only car. Well, except the GR eighty six, those are available. That's oh. what I, and that's why I would but say they're for, getting tougher for, though. Yeah, but for me I would say 
the GR86 is the best car. Oh, of the last because of the Type R. Because of the availability and because the, the Type Corolla. R is like is like locked behind a paywall. Yeah. Nissan Z. Now I did hear this I is kind heard, of. I haven't heard much good things about the Z. I'm not. So gonna... I'm I'm really excited because I'm working with Grease Monkey Games to try and get a Nissan Z, which has been luck. proven to be very very yeah, difficult. But if crazy. it is, I promise to give my unbiased feedback on the car, even though. I won't be paying for it, and it's completely sponsored. All right, I want Dakota to drive it because you've been talking a lot of smack about that car. Who has? I have. I don't know. I feel like we all kind of have. Yeah, like, I just all I've said about it is similar yeah. to what you said. I just haven't heard amazing yeah. things from the people that I got to talk to that have driven it. it, it I seen it and seen it. I liked how it looked. It's Good just it's just tough because I think Nissan is still like they they do a lot of the same thing Toyota does with like refining, 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 refining. But they're they're Toyota had Scion to kind of push it forward to say, hey, you need to get more innovative. You need to get more progressive. Yeah. Start taking more chances. Yeah. You know, and then when they brought Cyan back in, they're like, okay, let's let's do that. And then the GR86 and, and some of that development that from the FT series came into Toyota. And now you see some really cool progressive stuff from Toyota, but they weren't always that way. And I'm not sure, I'm hopeful, but I don't know if Nissan has that like progressive push behind it right now like Toyota does. And I think that's where you see the difference. Honda's always going to make the Type R. They're never going to stop. But what is progressing or pushing Honda a ton? The racing series and I think stuff like that. Toyota is a lot of sales and also they're they're heavily invested in racing. Nissan is very heavily invested in racing in Japan. But I don't know if we're seeing a much much external stuff come from that in Nissan. I think that's why sometimes it's a little bit slower. Right. Hmm. But yeah, it is a twin turbo, that. you know, V6. So hopefully something cool can come from it. I know the people that do have them haven't done a lot with them. Like I just don't think there's much available yet. So they're just kind of holding on to them and yeah. seeing what happens. I think the GR86 is a like bang you can do like car. your you can do like your your turbo and like intercooler upgrades yeah. like because your infinity throw, stuff. What is like the AMS sale. stuff? Like you can throw all that stuff on, and then after that, it's like now what? Okay, yeah. yeah you want to wide body it? Hurry up and wait Here right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't. I don't know the infatuation with the wide bodies. I'm not. I don't. Yeah, want wide I'm not body really ever. there yet either. I've seen some good yeah. looking wide body cars. Yeah. I just yeah. I personally don't. My favorite, my favorite this ZI, guy. my favorite ZI I ever saw for sale actually was yesterday. Get this, he was selling a 2023 Nissan Z because you're looking for one. So I was looking at the marketplace, and there's one for sale. And you got to let me finish this whole story. No, hundred and twenty-three thousand dollars for a wide-body Nissan Z. It had like thirteen to fifteen aftermarket parts intake tune exhaust wheels tires coils and then had this this wide body kit that he said was like 30 35000 here's the best part over 70% of the parts had this little notation on it parts not yet installed will come with car what at $123,000 over half of the parts weren't even on the car, and he was going to sell it with the, the car. fucking cars that you could buy for that money. You could buy a fucking GTR for that money. You could buy a lot. I was for literally that comparing money. a like a, a Proto Spec Z that is available, like 72, 75 ish thousand right now. I'm like, that is Dodge Viper SRT territory. Yeah. Early 2000s Viper yeah. territory. At least I'd wrap myself around a tree instead of waiting <laughs> for a goddamn car at that price yeah. point. I don't know. I see. It's insane. I see the Nissan Z once this hype shit dies out and they're just available and they're everywhere as long as they keep producing them. It just being very similar to the 370Z platform. I mean, it's already being you see compared it, you're like, so cool, much to There it. is a community behind yeah. it, but I don't see it like blowing up and like 
being the next yeah. big the, thing. I think the only thing really crazy about the new Z is that it comes factory turbocharged. That's the only differentiator here. The the cool thing is is that I will say is that Nissans do have a a, a lineage, and I would say a pretty good track history though, of all of their cars being well supported outside yeah. of their weird thing with the 300 ZX. But even that was kind of supported. It just was a little bit too expensive. But like right, right. the S chassis all super well supported. Mm-hmm. The 350Zs all super well supported. 370s all super well supported. They just they never stop making them for like a decade. So hopefully when the price does come down, it'll actually be a really great car to jump into. It's just it's such a high price point right now for a lot of people. It's, it's insane. Silly. You know? So with that being said, we're gonna take a short break and when we come back we're gonna be talking about what, Dakota? All right, sounds great. We'll see you guys in just a minute. All right, welcome back. We got another subject for you. We're going to be talking about do certain things in the automotive industry deserve the hate that they get? And there's a lot of things to talk about here. And we can hop around, whatever you guys are feeling. But just the thinking about, like, there's so much shit. Civics. Dealerships. Uh-huh. Air suspension. Oof. Replica mm. wheels. Shitty tires. Shitty mm. people. <laughs> there's a lot to go on here uh, so alex what's your thoughts what's your hot take what's something that gets a lot of hate in the industry just say it and then let's discuss well i think the the one that we're probably most experienced with is is rep wheels oh I think, shit all I right we're going into that i think that's a good one i think another one is no 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 no. we want to stay with the rep wheels yeah, let's let's, let's talk about it let's knock it off Everyone's rip it off like a brand band-aid right now yeah, well, well here's the thing is because somehow with doing this i feel like I've gained this notoriety of I love rep wheels and everyone should buy rep you wheels. You do. You've said it multiple times. I don't yeah, maybe I, I have honestly now I think about it. Yeah, stop buying. So you well, just keep telling people truth. to buy AV6s. Here's the truth. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't care what wheels you run. Go hog wild on whatever set of wheels you want. What you don't know is every goddamn wheel has to be tested before it gets on the road and they're not just selling complete shit. Yes, it is shitty. That companies take a design, copy it to a fucking T, and sell it for less money, undercutting the original designer. That is shitty. I agree. Other than that, it's some 16-year-old kid that can't afford three-piece work wheels that are six grand and take eight months to get. They just want to put new wheels on their car and have it look cool. And they have fucking four hundred dollars and they're figuring out how to get the other two hundred so that they can get the AV sixes and have a wheel that looks like the wheel they dream of getting one day. I think and I don't care if they do that. You have to be careful too, because I would say like the design elements I think is one whole element of that argument. Yeah. But there's like there's real there's real misinformation in the aftermarket wheel space. There are people that will stamp, reputable companies that will stamp JWL and VIA on their wheel molds that are not JWL and VIA tested because there's actually no regulation that says that you can't have that stamp on your wheel even if it's not certified. That whole thing, that that thing you see on the lip that says you... You, it's not a, it's not a legal thing. I could go make a wheel. It could not be JWLVIA. I could put that on a lip, and nobody could tell me that I can't. All right. So people are fi- like, they're Call fixating the on the wrong. Yeah. Who is it? Call out the brand. One. Who was it? I'm Call out the brand. It. Why? I will. I'm not doing it. Whisper lose. it to me. I'll say it. I'm not gonna say it. Whisper right. it in the mic. Okay. So well. I can hear it. I have to confirm quickly to make sure that I can say it. Okay. Are you gonna talk to your lawyers? No. No. Well, <laughs> probably not a bad idea. <laughs> No. Blue ball in here's everyone. here's what I can say. There, I honestly didn't know that. Yeah, so there are it's the same thing TUV testing. 
which is German wheel yeah, certification the, the testing. That was something strict. that was something that we wanted to do right. at one point. And when we actually asked at that time if that was something that yeah. we could get tested, the response was we're not and I'm keeping this as as generic as possible because it didn't happen, we didn't do it. But there are factories overseas that will tell you we'll 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 get it tested. <laughs> And they do not test it. No. And they just put that shit on your wheel and they'll send it up. They don't even think twice, right? To get a wheel tested by the TUV, the TUV, yeah. requires you to take the wheel to a certified testing facility over there, get it scraped, scrubbed, stamped, steeled, cut up, bitten to pieces multiple times, multiple physical sets over a very long period of time to get TUV tested. There's only like three wheel brands i know that are up to date on their tv i remember you sent me you sent me all that stuff and bbs like, is one of them look yeah. at, and you're like hey we need to get these tov tested and you sent me the show i'm like we are not fucking doing this. <laughs> like it was a very like, okay. we're just S-I. not selling over there <laughs> all right i got one thing and i'm again i sorry if i say this a lot but it needs to be said multiple times because it's not getting through to people because i just had this fucking comment on my video and it I try to not let comments get me mad, and I'd say 90% of the time, I don't give a shit about them at all, but this one irks me, and I'll probably get more of it, and I don't care. It's because it's so stupid. It's because you love rep wheels. The internet doesn't know what rep means or what rep wheels are. They just throw it fucking out there. So, for example, (laughs) I did a reel. I had the Heritage Kokoro in the background. It was a wheel that was signed by everybody that went to my wedding. I just said it in the background. Immediately, I get the guy... Throw that trash ass rep wheel out of the, your video before your wife gets home, and I I just replied, "What is this wheel a replica of? Like one of the most unique wheels that I've seen. What is this wheel a replica of?" And we are to this day still waiting for a response see, because they don't because fucking know. One. See, that's the thing. That's the thing that drives me nuts because I did a video where I was talking about swapping out my wheels on the the four thirty over to the BBS CIRs, and somebody wrote a comment on it and said. Thank God you got those rep ass wheels off your car. And I'm 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 curious because there are rep wheels out there. There are rep wheel designs. Yes, but yes, I always yes. like to see because if you have the audacity to make that stupid fucking claim, then you need to know what they're a rep of. Yeah. If you claim to be this gatekeeper of wheel knowledge, yeah. my immediate response was same as you. What's the what's, what's the design a rep of? of? Yeah. No answer. Nope. And that's the thing that boggles my mind is because people only believe that there are certain wheels that are original. Yes. If it's work, all of them are original. If it's yeah. SSR, all of them are original. If it's Volk, all of them are original. It's like I hate to be the bearer of bad news again. They've definitely work pulled some has yeah work <laughs> has ripped off designs from domestic wheel companies. SSR has ripped off designs from work. There have been Volk has ripped off designs from everyone. Everybody rips off every just because it's located in Japan does not make it exclusive to yeah. the idea of saying if it's hey, not made in Japan, it's a rep. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> and it's like if you want to see the the closest and and most accurate true story. Look at work wheels copying 1552's design in 2016 and 2017 that they did. They released four wheel designs. They copied 1552 to a fucking T, called them something different, only sold them in Japan. Finally, it got news in the United States. And they're like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? And then work was like, oh, shit, never mind. And then they stopped making the wheel. (laughs) And let it be known. Not sitting here defending rep wheels. Again, I don't. (laughs) Yes, you are. Dakota loves rep wheels. The point is, get yourself fucking educated before you open up your greasy mouth. All right. I'm sick of your uneducated ass just talking random mouth diarrhea on the internet and then getting all the 14 year olds riled up. 
that there's only one real wheel ever made and the rest are replicas. Like Alex, everyone has fucking yeah. got designs. It, it, it's you, impossible to do three million more designs on a circle. Yeah, if you They've wanna, all been fucking done. If you want to like, if you want to spend a lot of money on a set of wheels, I'm here for you. If you want to spend yeah. not a lot of money on the wheels, I'm I'm here for you. I will I will never lie about where like what I think of where the design came from, or if I think it's a replica, or if I think it's even inspired by, because I do think there's a difference between fake, which is a one for one copy of brand yeah. and model, then you have rep, which is a very close, you know, or very near design of like the spokes and the hub and the mounting surface. You got yeah, that, okay. and then you have I think inspired. Which is like you can see an element of like some sort of design cue, and then you have original. And there are wheels in all of those spaces because like you start getting pretty neat. Because then all of a sudden people are selective, right? They're selective about the rep wheel conversation. Kanse, hmm. right? Rep they're or rep. inspired? Ooh. Rep or inspired? I mean, are I would say fake? inspired because they're OEM takes for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, I don't think all the designs are, but most part. They're OEM designs that are inspired and offered in sizes you couldn't get on yeah. those OEM specs. So does yeah, that like... make it a rep wheel or does that make it inspired by? Because the wheel is made in a size and a design and in an element mm-hmm. that it was not previously created in. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It is inspired, but I, I would say just by saying it, it would still, I so, guess, be in a sense a replica. The way the way I look at it, and, and I, I know I've said this before, I believe, on the podcast, it's like, the only because there's so many different ways to go about it. It's like you know, say Kanse, for instance, and we're talking about okay, well they're inspired from like some of the OEM designs, you yeah. know. But it's like, but their wheels are are rotary forged. But then you know you could say, well, but this one looks a lot like that. And it's like the, the the conversation is so fucking muddy and blurry for all of these wheel brands. Yeah. And like what it really comes down to is like, if you buy something, if you buy fucking AV sixes or you buy T thirty sevens, who cares? But just understand that you fought, you bought fucking AV sixes and you bought fucking T thirty sevens. Yeah. No more, no more, no less. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like that is it. You bought AV sixes because what you could afford. Stay in your fucking lane. Don't yeah. go tell me that those are better than the T thirty sevens because they're not. Yeah. yeah. And when you say you bought T thirty sevens, congratulations. You bought T thirty sevens, but don't go bragging how you're fucking better than everybody else. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah Jesus, Jesus Christ. I'm <laughs> so sick of you bragging about your T thirty sevens all the time. I, I do no, but, think there, there are, there's like, also there's also the discussion though that I will give credit to the real wills and you know I'm part of it too a little bit where it's like you know. If you want to support those brands, you know, buy original. You know, that's what people yeah. say. It's like, oh, yeah. well, it's you're taking away money from the people that put our all the R and D into blah blah blah. Says blah, blah. the fourth owner of the wheels. Yeah, and it's like, okay, and that's exactly what I was gonna <laughs> say too. Where it's like and cracked, and you know, I I hear you, and I understand that, and I think that's a very good hill for you to die on. There's going to be Damn. some additional things that you're going to want to keep in mind, though, because buying secondhand wheels does not automatically get you through the gates. If you want to be a real wheel snob, oh, you need to pony up, you need to grab $4,500, and you need to go buy real new wheels. And, get them and, out of the box. Wait, what about tires? And you have to get good tires. <laughs> so you actually have to spend about six dollars to $7,000. That puts you on top of the hill because, number one, if you're buying offhand Real real wheels, multi piece, 
and they've had color changes or they've been rebeaded or they've been resealed, anytime that that wheel is getting taken apart, put back together, painted, sanded, powder coated, anytime you are changing the heat cycles of the wheel, yep. anytime you're putting additional stress, you're taking the stress off, you're putting the stress back on, anytime that you're stressing any of that hardware, you are losing the integrity of the wheel, which doesn't seem like a lot, but over the course of 20 30 mm-hmm. and 40 years yeah, of some abuse. Some of these wheels are getting old yeah. now. Those, those wheels are not meant to last that long. And you can talk to work and you can talk to BBS. And really, BBS is the only company that will say, if it is our wheel and we have maintained it for a period of time, we we will tell you after a, a while, you should get new wheels. Because you can't keep fucking with the wheel over yeah, and over yeah. and over and expect the metal, like, what do they call Melagri? Molasses. Uh, Mella allergy, metal or metallurgy, metallurgy. That gets all That's fucking weird. It gets all weird, especially when you powder coat. Powder coating is the worst thing you can do to your wheels. I've Damn. done that. I've done that to my reps. But that's the thing, right? Like, I think you evolve as a car enthusiast, and that's why, like. Depending how the person acts with their replica wheels, if they're going yeah. around, that is the, the biggest that, thing. The people that take their replica wheels and put the BBS center caps Fuck in them, that's, that's disgusting. Yes. You should feel bad. <laughs> you should feel fucking terrible for what you did. That's gross. Stop it. All right. But the the kid that just wants to get a set of wheels and saved up all of his fucking money to just change the look of his car so he can make it a little unique, go buck wild, brother. I don't care. But now. As I've evolved, because I've bought T37 reps when I was 16 years old, because there was no other bolt pattern for my Cobalt SS, and I didn't have four grand. Would I do it now? Would I buy a set of Avid 1AV6s or JNCs or Odhan? Fuck no. No, I have no desire to do that. Now I have the ability to save up. I have other wheels that I can liquidate and sell, and I can get the ones that I want. And now it's appropriate for me to get the wheels that I want, but I'm not going to go be a snob to some dude that bought his first or second set of wheels I, I, I truly care. think I truly think that's the biggest thing. It, it's it's yeah, how, it's you, how act you act with your wheel. Like I don't give. A, I could so the real wheel and fake wheel people. Yeah. I, exactly. Some of them are such saying. dickheads. Like, the the whole argument itself <laughs> is just so stupid. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I I do I, I do think that like it's important for you to take pride in how you modify your vehicle and what Absolutely. parts you have. And if mm-hmm. you if you take pride in buying original authentic parts, I think that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Good for but you. if you fucking take it personally that someone just bought their first <laughs> wheels. For seven hundred dollars, and they're really happy about it. And you take that shit to heart, and you get offended about it. I think you need to rethink a couple things in your life, bud. Yeah, there's there's two types of people in this world. There's there's people that think that there's not enough fish in the sea, and then there's people that think that there's too much fish in the sea. And it's like a weird analogy, but there's two the people that try to live like if you buy a set of fake wheels, okay, okay. that that's taking away from me. And my perspective of the automotive industry buying original, authentic wheels. You have done me a disservice right. by doing that. And there's only a hundred <laughs> people that are going to buy wheels. You took that money that could have gone to this company and went to that company. Fuck, and I'm then sorry. there's other people that are like, no, there's enough fish in the sea for everyone. There's going to be people that are going to go this way or this way or this way or this way. And I like to lean towards the latter. Now, it's really important that you try not to fake like that one is the other. That right. is important. Yes. And I do agree. If you're switching out center caps, that's a shitty thing to do. If you're putting the Volk TE37 sticker, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, fucking yeah. bullshit. And like, if, but I would also say, you know, if you're running some Koenig hypergrams and you're drifting that thing around and you're having fun and you're using your wheels, nobody should really be talking shit about your setup because you're out yeah. there using your car. You're right. already a level above the people that don't use their car. Like people that don't use their car and just show it off, 
I still think sometimes there's this hierarchy, and the moment that you start using and abusing your car, you start to lift, I think, just a little bit above those people because you're using your car. Yeah, You're it, at the track. You're having fun with like it. Like you said, it's this hierarchy that comes in. Unfortunately, with the car community, a lot of it is the need for people to feel like they're above yep. the person next yeah. to them. And I don't get why it has to be that. And it, it comes with everything. It comes with the, the trim of the car you drive, <laughs> the modifications you do, and what you do with the car. And for some reason, everyone has to have the need to just feel like they have to one-up the person they're standing next to. Yeah. And I don't think it needs to be that. And I'm not trying to be this cornball fucker, <laughs> but like... Just do you. Do what you want to do with the car. You want to slam on it's not to have fucking negative 12 degrees of camber? I don't care. Go do that. You want to buy rep wheels? Sure. That's your car. You can do that. I'm not going to buy them. You can buy them. Yeah. That's my take. All right. So do replica wheels get the hate that they deserve in the car community? Is it too much? Is it too less? Where Where do you think? I think my belief is that the criticism towards the wheel itself, replica wheels themselves, I think is appropriate. I think that the amount of sometimes criticism that brands receive when they release a new wheel, that the the audience going after it and trying to make sure that, that companies are trying to progress wheel designs, I think that's a good thing. I, I don't mind that audiences are critical of when new wheels get released. When the criticism is a personal attack towards the owners and is trying to tear people down and somehow make them feel inferior that i think is is it, it needs to die that stuff i think is the worst thing that you can do to an inspiring enthusiast because if they jump out of the audience if they jump out of the community as a whole we're kind of fucked we can teach and educate but if you scare and belittle they leave the scene and they're right. gone forever and they're like, so why I, are there no new car enthusiasts yeah why don't what they make, why don't they make sports cars anymore they just make yeah. SUVs it's like well you because didn't. of you asshole that's why so that's what i think i think the criticism on the companies is yeah. appropriate yes, i don't think the overt criticism and sometimes cynicism on people to try and belittle them i think i don't think that's okay i think sometimes it's deserved in rare circumstances, because there's some like dickheads said, out there. It comes but, down to how you act but, with All right, yeah, Jules, take on... Yeah, no, I'm with Alex 100% on that one. And I think, you know, what's important, too, is that, you know, I know we've seen it, companies drop a new wheel, and it's very, very, like, obviously yep. inspired or replicated of some design. Work and when they also. just try to... And when they... It, it's always the work... It's always the fucking work Kiwami. Or T37. It's like one <laughs> and, or the other. And it's like... And then they'll try... No, 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 no. It's... This thing is slightly different. Yeah. The, the center cap is different. It's like... Okay. You know, they, they, they try to defend <laughs> it. And nature. I get it. And I get it, right? Like, I get it. Like, companies have to defend it. But it's like... You know, I, I see that stuff, and and it's just a little weird, and it puts a little sour taste in my mouth, especially when they get like kind of nasty in the comments. We've, we've seen some companies kind of, yeah. you know, fire back in a not so great way yeah, I've on seen social that. media, and it's like, yeah. okay, all right, chill. <laughs> like, yeah. like I know well, uh, yeah, it you gotta back ways. your brand, but like, yeah. It's so no, I think I think it's appropriate in the sense of like looking at it, like you said, as like looking at it as a brand. They are making the wheel instead of looking as like, oh, you bought that, you idiot, you stupid. Yeah, like, because because nine times out of ten, and I'm sorry that I'm Dakota can say, but it's like nine, a lot of people their first purchase or even their second purchase set of wheels, they don't know why they would even want to buy real wheels. Yeah, no, would, they have I no would, idea. I would even argue that the people that buy their first set of real wheels, like real real wheels, they don't know why they're even buying it. They're they're just buying VSKFs because the internet told them to. They're yeah. just buying lipped works because everybody else gave them enough shit so that when they went to stance their Subaru. 
they bought VS Chaos. They bought, you know, Kawam, or I'm sorry, they bought uh, Meisters for the very first time. Mm -hmm. They don't know why. They have no reason as to why they bought. They bought it in a standard spec wheel size that they can get in a one piece. They bought an 18 by nine and a half plus 22. And it's like, why'd you buy a three piece wheel? That's a one piece wheel size. And it's like, oh, I don't know, because they just wanted a real wheel. So there is some of that too. There's a lot of, I think, ignorance in, in that space. But oh. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with both what you guys are saying. And yeah, I think it comes down to kind of what you're saying with the, the, companies it's more like i don't wish this i kind of wish this that there was some way that like a design could be copyrighted in the same way that like music or videos or yeah. media can be copyrighted so that way it would force these cheaper cast wheel brands to just have to come up with a design because right now there's nothing for them to you know, it's so, so much easier to like. This looks good. Copy. Yeah. Done. And the, <laughs> so, good, the good news is too, there is actually an international copywriting process for wheel designs. It is in Japan and it is in the United States, and you can file it nationally or you can file it internationally. The problem is, is that the the actual enforcement of that regulation is so terrible that it takes like seven to nine years to actually close out a suit. If you claim that somebody else is taking that long your design, because I've seen. Oh, I don't want to fuck up the brand because this is pretty. It was it was Odd Hunter JNC. I can't remember, but on their website, it was JNC. JNC. Yeah, they literally just used photos of the work. I saw wheel. that. Yeah. I remember. It, it that. would literally say work on the wheel. Like they didn't even take the time no. to uh. take their own photos of their own product. Yep. There and there that's are that's next level. Fucking. The, the other thing that's really funny about this is that aftermarket wheel brands have gotten sued by wheel manufacturers, and the most recent one I think would be Varstowen. I'm not too sure, but I think it was think either Varstowen. Yeah, they're out of business because BMW sued them. <laughs> really? Yeah, because they stole. That was my first rep wheels, by the way, Varstowen ES2s. Yeah, because and I think it was Varstowen. Don't quote me on it. We'll put okay. it in the description if we're wrong. But I'm pretty. I'm like 80 percent sure it's Varstowen, and BMW sued the living shit out of them. And it took them like a year to yeah. just sack all the money out of the, and the brand just disappeared because they copied like a BMW OEM wheel design. Because yeah. BMW like found out, and they're like, oh. eh, "We're just going to use them as an example." Poof, into the ground, and, and then just went on. went on. So I know for a fact, for a fact, that there is a process when coming up with new wheel designs that you can go through if you want to get like, you know, a patent for it. Now, a patent isn't the same as copyright. You know, it expires, all that sort of stuff. It, the patent really isn't much of anything other than just like, hey, is this like something else? Like, can we actually, you know, yeah. just do this without any gotcha. worry? So, you know, with, with that, it, it was a process of like when you submit a patent or design for a patent or whatever, like they go through it. They have like an actual sketch artist that comes and looks at what your design is. They, they'll take like the, if they have like a schematic, 3D drawing, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, the, and they'll draw it out, and they'll draw it out piece by piece, and they'll compare it. And, you know, we would give them references to, like, a whole plethora of things, like, this is what we're most concerned about, you know, that kind of stuff. And they would compare it. And if it was, like, within, like, a certain percentage, they'd be like, they would flag and say, yeah. like, hey, we can't guarantee that this would, you know, hold up, or we can't guarantee this would, you know, yeah. pass a patent. So, like, there, there are things that you can do, and companies can do and probably should do. But they don't. But they don't. Gotcha. And that's where when you're, I think we were talking about like, well, what is what is something like a, an AV6 doing? Like, how are they able to get by it? And that's because <laughs> they're just doing it and Volk isn't doing anything about it. Mm. You see, that's the really tricky thing here that you have to remember too. These Japanese wheel companies, they could be doing something. They're choosing not to. Yeah. They're not doing anything about the cop. So a lot of times if something like this were to go to court, right, the very first thing the court's going to say is, why are you choosing to enforce it now? 
And they're going to say, well, because we just got aware of it. Well, you need to be consistently reinforce or, or enforcing, I'm sorry, you need to be consistently enforcing things that you have IP ownership mm -hmm. on if you want it to be taken seriously. So I do think there is an element of like manufacturer responsibility to gotcha. uphold your brand pedigree yeah, as much as the people that are buying your product. And if you're not doing that, that either means that you don't care or you don't know how to. And I truthfully think with how long work's been in business and that company being as awesome as it is, I just don't think they're worried about it. They're just making their own stuff. If, they're if making anything, their own wheels and they don't really care. Yeah. If anything, they'd probably find it a little bit flattering because people are like, yeah, we are the real one. Yeah. You know, like come by us when you're ready. Yeah. We're going to spend you know a lot of money on us. Like, I mean, shit, I don't think they care. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be that surprised if work was like, yeah, we just we don't do anything about it because people know better. Yeah. They know that we're the company. Like if anything, this solidifies us as a better brand. Yeah. Like, the more it happens. For sure. Yeah. If you want to if you want to really flex on the kids, if you want to really flex at the local car show, here's what you do. Get yourself some wide ass wheels that are custom built for you that are one piece. Instead of buying basic ass 18 nine and a half plus 22 three piece wheels. If you can get proper fitment on a custom built one piece forged wheel, I think that's the coolest fucking thing. And in the they're world. like 50 pounds later. And they're massively. Yeah. yeah. Multi piece, lightweight. A single piece, the weight difference is huge. Nuts. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to take a short break from that very hot conversation. And when we come back, we're going to be yeah, talking I'm about a couple more exciting things. We're all sweating right now. <sighs> all right. So we are back. With part three, where we're continuing to talk about this conversation, because I do think it's worth some some additional dialogue. Obviously, we're pretty well familiar in the wheel space. Yeah, we brought up reps and we just talked about it for yeah, 25 minutes. Yeah, but what, what other brands or things, Dakota, do you think really uh, are either getting too much hate or not enough hate, right? That's kind of what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, let's think in the car community here. I mean, honestly, it's kind of cliche. Subarus, I don't think they get enough hate. <laughs> Civics, I think, get too much hate, but oh. I think it, I think it's calmed down a little bit with the Type R's coming out and swinging yeah, their I big dicks. I haven't heard much shade on the Honda game. Well, it's still the memes. You still get the memes of the guys with their typical Civics. But what's happening, I think, is like now old Civics are cool because there's barely any left. Yeah. The ones that were Rice Rockets are completely just in shambles. Are in shambles and they're dead. Mm -hmm. The ones that are left are ones that were taken care of and actually nice. So I think we're getting this flip of the script and civics now aren't fucking five grand MSRP. Nope. <laughs> They're 20, 30 uh, MSRP, 20 grand, 30 grand, uh, 40 grand markup. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know if they're necessarily, I mean, I, I, I'm talking the base model civics yeah, yeah, and no, the I base model civics, or sorry, I was talking about the civic SI. They're like, well, no. No, they bought a new yeah. Civic base. Well, that shit was like thirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's forty grand. Fucked. It's yeah. all fucked. Yeah, it's well, the same. You can't. <laughs> you can't There's, price that there, out. There, right there away. is no. The only budget platform out there right now is Hyundai and Kia. They really are the the last budget. And you Volkswagen. Love them. Volkswagen. Are you talking shit about Volkswagen? No, 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 it's a good one. It's a good one. The Why budget. Why do you hate them so much? I like Volkswagen more than Hyundai and Kia. I don't know what that says because you hate those brands. Yeah, you really hate them. It's not that I hate them. talk about them every podcast. I don't talk about them in every podcast. In a negative podcast, way. But I do bring them up in a light of sorts. Okay, well, I learned something new about Hyundai just like a right. couple days ago, but we're not going to talk about it. 200 likes on this video and we get <laughs> Alex to buy a Hyundai. <laughs> That's it. Just 200 likes. That's yep. all. Yep. That's a pretty Next low card. Target. Fuck the Z. Fuck the GR86. <laughs> right. Alex getting the Sonata. I got some. Okay, go ahead. I think that those cheap steering wheels don't get enough hate. 
I see so many people yes. go out and buy cheap steering yeah. wheels, and it's like, okay. What happened to the proper hatred if it wasn't a Momo? Right? <laughs> no, and not even that. It's just like, it's yeah. like if it's for, like, I get the whole, like, the show scene had a huge, you know, I would say inspiration into that where everyone was just buying like crazy wheels and like you had like all these brands come aboard making like show wheels and that's fine. Okay. If like you're showing car, even I still probably wouldn't put one in my car, but like, you know, you still have all of those brands coming out making like show wheels and stuff like that. But the problem is, is that they're starting to find their way into like drift cars and like, you know, motorsports oh, God. And, yeah. and things like that. And then you see the videos of the people going drifting for the first time and the whole thing comes flying up and you have this fucking razor blade yeah. spinning at your fucking kneecaps that terrifies me. Yeah. yeah and you know and there's and, there's no yeah. regulation there's for it. There's none. That, that's yeah, the thing. There's no talked about, talked about like cheap wheels like you they're mass produced like that's a very regulated thing. They have to pass certain tests. They have to pass certain I don't think that there's that for steering wheels. Yeah, and the thing with that too is like the Im- the impact a lot of times is what causes even like a, a poor wheel to shatter and break, right? right? But with like a steering wheel, it's almost like uh, what do you call it? Like rotational stress mm-hmm. because the steering wheel is spinning from side to side, and what happens is, is people catch it, and the amount of force in the steering wheel and the hub yeah. is actually causing the spokes or whatever it is that you want to call it on the steering wheel to bend, mm-hmm. and then they lose their integrity, and then you rip it around another corner. They spin the other way, you grab yeah. it, and they snap and they break, and the yeah. whole wheel will just break right off. But that- it goes. And that's a qu- the quick releases, <laughs> which is another thing too, where you know, like you'll have the whole wheel just fly off, and then you're like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" But like, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the where the steering wheel actually breaks, and you actually have yeah, like, I've seen that, I've seen know, that metal yeah. knives thrown around. I've just here. never been big on quick release steering wheels or any aftermarket steering wheel that you lose your controls and airbags. I've never been into that. Yeah. I, and don't get me wrong, I think there's some really badass ones, and there's ones where it's like. Damn, you know, like Nardis, there's some like clean yeah. wheels that just look dope. And it's like, that would be cool. But it's not a race car. I want my airbag. And fucking A, I want the controls on my yeah, steering wheel. Like, I have an aftermarket steering wheel on my Supra, but it, but it took everything. Retained yeah. the core and everything. Yeah, it still has an airbag, still has all the controls. Yeah. yeah. All that sort of stuff. I need that. I, I'm sorry. That's, I can't give more, it up. It's and like, a deal the, breaker. The only, the only time I've ever bought an aftermarket steering wheel was for the 240. Yeah, and and the only time I've yeah. ever like, considered getting you know like a quick release or like a tilt up thing was for the two forty because it's got this fucking ridiculous cage in it. I'm a big boy and getting in onto that thing is kind Preach. of a bitch yeah. sometimes. So it's like, yeah, it would be nice to just you know get into it easier and just be like, okay, yep, click on, Bing. good to go. Yep, we're in there now. Oh, I'm gonna get out. I'm not smacking my. I literally am all bruised up after like every event from like the steering wheel, the roll cage. Is that two forty beating you? Do you want to talk we need about to it? Talk about that, Jules? I feel like we need to have. We're a getting rid of that event. damn car. Yeah, we're we're getting rid of that. When we're damn done car. with this. It's we're selling it gels? for nineteen thousand dollars, and we're buying Let's a go Sonata for nineteen. Wait. Okay, <laughs> and I will. For a Kia. I think my favorite thing, and then we can move past the steering wheels, uh, because there are companies yeah, out there that are going out and they're like, we're gonna test some steering wheels for for ads on Facebook and, sure. and Google and stuff, and they're like, well, what? How do we test it? And I'm not I'm not calling any shade out to any brands. I just Ooh, found this video because I think it's funny. It's where it's like, how do you test a steering People are like, I don't know, drive on it, <laughs> like park a go, wheel on it, and yeah, go show people, in danger. show people that it won't bend. It's like, well, 
Is that like an at accurate point, testing well, procedure? Okay, here's it's the thing. It's like the same wheel companies will be like, mm. you want to see how tough our shit is? We're going to drop it off a roof. Like, that's cool. It's got a shock factor, but I that's not... That. That's not a. Oh, we did that a lot. That's not a <laughs> testing procedure. That's not going to tell you that it's a good wheel. Well, I think for what it, the fact I did it, so I'll fight you a little bit. <laughs> I don't think the purpose my is because <laughs> everyone thinks if it's not made in Japan that at the slightest impact it will just Explode. blow up into yep. a million pieces and it's done. Yep. And it's like no, sledgehammer <laughs> off a roof, throw it out of a car. That's the point of it. Yes, it's not realistic. That yeah. shit's not going to happen. It doesn't put the real stresses on. And of course, it's. To get some engagement and attention, yeah. it's uh, not people aren't normally doing this, so right. it catches their eye. That's the point of it. But it was also to show, like, no, it's not necessarily just gonna fucking blow up at the slightest impact. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you guys seen this. Donut Media, one of their videos, um, I think it was in Hilo. They're comparing the ESR steering wheels. The nope, no, no, no. Well, they did that. <laughs> but steering wheels, and they had a Nardi, and then they had some. I don't know what brand it was. Sure. Cheap ass one. And uh, Justin is his name, right? Justin. Mm, shit. Oh God. Zach. That's embarrassing. Jeremiah. One of them dudes. He walks up and he just pushes on it and completely folds the wheel. Like I was like, God yeah. damn! Grabs the nardi. Boom! Same thing. Yep. Instantly, both of them just collapsed. Collapsed. Just with his big old strong arms, and I was like, Hot damn! So I don't know what to do with that information, but I just <laughs> yeah. like sharing like, it. Okay, the thing is, like, at a certain point, everything's gonna fucking fail. Yeah, it's just like, what's the more? It's realistic? just what's what's the yeah. threshold, though, right? Like, you just talk about that, right? If like if a steering wheel is going to fail, where should its fail points exactly, be? Exactly. The fail point should be not in a position that's gonna cause your legs to get fucking like chainsawed off when mm -hmm. you're going around a turn, right? The fail point would probably be like at the hub of something so that the whole thing breaks off like they they do engineer these parts with those things in mind like when you go and you test safety yeah when you go into to testing a wheel you you can actually get a report back it's a little like i think it's called an fea test or uh impact finite, analysis finite hey you fucks analysis. his name is justin you made oh. me feel like a dumbass idiot <laughs> finite sorry you just, weren't, I you just enjoy... weren't confident in it yeah, i you, wanted to well, fuck with you i enjoy you justin on the channel i think you do good stuff you sorry say... my friends made me question your name you want to say justin, justin again, again? Like yeah, you questioned it you're too. like well just because <laughs> <laughs> you did. There is right, there is something right. called an FEA, which you can actually do, which will show you the stress points in a product, like a wheel or something like that. So you can actually see that if the wheel were to break on it's impact, gonna break here. it's going to break here and here and here and here. And At companies this amount do, of impact. And people, companies do that on purpose so that those those points are the safest points that could break. So that's where it's like. What sort of testing is being done on steering wheels? It's the same thing with fucking harnesses, though, too. Is anyone yeah. testing fucking anything? Or are we just buying chaos? <laughs> yep. Yep, because it makes the ding sound, and it gives me views on TikTok, so fuck it. It's just like, I, I remember waking up one day, and it, and this is me getting used to, like, relearning if brands are, are doing better than they used to be. But I was like, I saw the NRG making a big comeback with the ding quick release, and I'm like, ding! You know, when I was 16 or 17, like, you bought NRG, you are buying, you, that was the eBay brand. Like, eBay, NRG was the eBay brand. Right. And now it's like, everybody runs NRG. I remember having an argument last year about people talking about rotiforms being rep wheels. And then the person that was arguing with me about it had rotas. And I'm like, ah! 
Dude, Dude, they're I, always I, fucking yeah. Rhoda. I'm so confused. They're always Rhoda. Okay, okay. Rhoda's the original. Yes. Rhoda is the original still to this day 100% the rep wheel it, brand. It is yes. it is like the most common one to get confused with a real wheel brand. It is. Because, it is. Dude, and their website says that. I don't that. know. And their okay. website says so, that. They're like, our like, wheels are. I don't are... got reps. I got Rhoda's. Real <laughs> conversation I witnessed on the Focus <laughs> ST forums. I'm not exaggerating this. I'm not making this up. I'm going to tell you it because it is imprinted in my brain forever there was a car guy and a car gal talking on a, a comment section and one uh -huh. is like yeah i think i'm going to try and save up and get some 1552s and then the next person comments is like yeah i'm trying to save up and get my next set but my next set i want it to be real wheels so i'm trying to get rotas and I could not believe what I was reading. How did they get the notoriety of being a real wheel brand? It's it's not true. When oh, Rhoda so used funny. to have it on their website in 2017, I still remember this. Rhoda had this on their website that said, our wheels are 20% different than any original design per the legal requirement stated as such. And then it had a hyperlink to something percentage. you could click that would take you to the legal document that said that in a patent, a patent that said we are, we're we're 20% different. That's literally what we just talked about. Yeah. That was yeah. a percentage, 20%. But it wasn't 20% different. No, hell the no. The Rota grid was identical to a 15-inch old work wheel. I mean, it was, and I had Rotas on the Datsun. I remember because I bought them, and I'm like, Damn, guys are real wheels. <laughs> I think these are reps because they're so cheap. And then I was like, these are supposed to be works. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn, it, I fell for it. No, uh, I had to look it up. Yeah, Rota grids are a T37 rep. Yeah, yeah, for reference, yeah. not work. But yeah. okay, I, just, I had to double check. I, I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's. It's uh, been a while since I've seen Rotas. Have they died off? Do they still sell them? I think. I mean, they must. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't see a lot of Rotas out I there. Anymore. I don't sell Rotas. I don't people know. People are saving up to get them. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, people got to people got to save up to buy anything these days. Wheels, well, wheels, yeah, everything's they're expensive. rocking some avid ones before they can ball up to the Rotas. <laughs> it's like, yeah, is there an that. echelon of like up that entry? I feel like it's like J and C. Right? No. Is even here. a thing anymore? I think they are. They're, they're all the make... same tier. I don't know why you're about to tier up these. They're all in the <laughs> yeah. same pool. I'm about to they're all chilling in the kiddie pool, brother. <laughs> they're all chilling in the kiddie pool. Anyway. Uh, anyway. So reps, steering wheels. We mentioned harnesses. That's a Rep good one. Rep steering wheels. Yeah, we've yeah. talked about that one, yeah, so I don't think we got to go into that. it. Just don't buy harnesses unless you need them. If and you if, need them and they're for a purpose, great. And if you do buy them, buy some good ones. And then, yeah. Because they expire right. also. Yeah. yeah, they do expire. That is a thing. The point of the harnesses, harnesses is to are hold you in place well and save expired. your life. So it's probably worth spending. A that's the thing extra is money. like you start, and that's it's like you start talking like an old ass man at that point. Though, yeah, where it's yeah. like I know you start. Oh well, you got to do this and this and this. <laughs> it's like well, yes, helmets also expire. Racing yeah. harnesses expire. Seatbelts are supposed to be built a certain way so they don't crumple your spine. Uh, roll cages Wait. are built with actual changes to their design so that they bend and Question. that they don't create a shrapnel that will go into your chest. Like, Question. there's so many things. What? Question. Yeah, what you got, bud? This might be too deep. Oh. But if harnesses expire, why don't regular seatbelts expire? Or do they? Or do they? <laughs> and we've been duped this whole time. <laughs> Careful, Jerry, in your fucking 1990 Honda Accord. If I were to try to sound smart, even though I don't know the answer, is it because the amount of pressure 
that you're putting on like a racing harness, right? Because you're like accelerating brake. You're essentially locking the steering, the the harness. Well, so then much. there should be the same thing to these track oriented cars that are coming. That out. I would agree with. I'm I'm surprised that there's not some sort of regulation on the seatbelts. It can't. How different can that fabric be? And if so. It sounds like just a dupe to get you to buy more harnesses because once you buy a harness, you'd be good for life if it didn't expire. It's like Apple. Yeah, they just want you to buy another harness. <laughs> I think that's it. I we got to start it. testing some of this shit. Yeah, we should definitely start testing it, like building a car of some kind. We should That'd take a seatbelt, like huh. me out of your Ferrari since it's already broken anyways, and then grab a harness and then like do a strength test on each to see if one breaks sooner than the other. Or there's some... We just like put it in between two trucks and just have a... Tow off, yeah, of it and see which one snaps. You got a truck? You got? You got a truck I got trucks? access to a truck. I don't I have access, access or trucks. own a truck. I got access to two trucks. But, Damn! But we okay. can only well, but we, we can only show one truck. I don't know what that means. Now you're getting weird about. <laughs> it. Why, are you, why are you starting to talk all cryptic now? Yeah. <laughs> what are you hiding? We got eight minutes left. Okay. Is it time for out of context? Oh no, my no. god! I, I think we so. Got I really hate. Uh, Today's episode um, of Out of Context is brought to you by Martini Works, which we'll be talking about shit. in future releases. If you guys have not yet heard, there's lots of really exciting things. You can check it out over at martiniworks.com. And if it's before April 15th of 2023, that site does not exist yet. Out of context. You ready? No, I'm never ready for this. Yeah. Remember, the rules are simple. You must state your answer, and you only have one sentence to explain. Out of yeah, you remember that. Yeah, you remember that, Alex. All right, Dakota and Gels, first question of the night. Okay. JNCs or Rotas on your I, car? I knew this was going to go to Rotas because they're real. <laughs> JNCs because I can't afford Rotas. If that gets clipped, <laughs> if that gets clipped, <laughs> Oh, shit, I'm fucked. Yeah, that will exist on the internet forever. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> It's a uh, joke. <laughs> I literally, I'm gonna say one, one sentence. They they are the same. <laughs> Rota sounds cooler. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I, rem I remember Rotas for a lot longer. Yeah. Gels, uh, Gels or Dakota, what are your questions for the the night? Okay. Okay. Run replica wheels your entire rest of your life. Yes. Can be any replica wheel that you want, but it's a straight up rep, and it's a shit brand. <laughs> okay, bad. Or only run the wheels that come on the car. Mm. Only the wheels on the, can't be other OEM wheels. No, only the wheels that come on the car. The factory given wheels that were birthed and came out of the hips of Mama Toyota. That one. Or I'd any choose, brand. I choose OEM. I'm gonna choose, wow. I'm gonna choose OEM. Whoa! I feel like that says a lot. You can just <laughs> say it like that. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting that answer. I got kind of hyped. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good one. I like that one. That's a good question. I had to I'm think, really of, I had to think of, I was like I was really close to being like, nah, just give me the rep. But I was like, there's some good looking OEM. There wheels. is. You'd almost have to pick out the it's car like, by the OEM wheels at that I, point. Really, honestly, and like it just kind of space them I was out just a little thinking, bit. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about lowering yeah. it and you could do spacers. It. Yeah, there are them. OEM wheels that can look really good that came on cars, honestly, but there's also really bad ones. Honestly, too. like with the Supra, like what you did those. When you take them, them out, yeah, when you take the you milled them, shit off, yeah, yeah they actually look all right. They look all right. Well, like the the Z, you can get 
Rays. Yeah. They come on Rays. And like, There's factory BBS wheels that came key. on Jettas. Yeah. And key everything. Jettas? Yeah. Mark wow. Jettas? That's incredible. It was like what, like a special version though? Yeah. What version and trim option at what, probably how many, what how many of them cousin. were made? I, yeah. think, I don't know if it was. A, someone's going to fucking be the VW god here and just slap me in the face with knowledge. But I believe it was just an option. Like you just pay more to get that. Otherwise, maybe it came on some GLIs because those came with like Recaros. Okay, Gels. Your turn for a question. That was not one sentence answers. You gave all of that clarity. I don't know what I said. I, I blacked out. <laughs> that was all you. I blacked out for the last three minutes. All I know is you guys didn't say a one sentence answer to what I asked. I gave you the answer. I, I didn't need a one sentence. I think no. I did. And then you're I like, just started. Yeah, well, I do spacers. I lower in. And then yeah, you're, you're right. We fucked Yeah, we, we okay. completely. This is what Gels. Oh, man. Would you rather have to fly <laughs> everywhere and never jump in a car again? Or. I'm not a big fan of flying. It's always, okay. always have to put new wheels on your car every single morning before you drive it for the rest of your life. Uh, fly. <laughs> I can't afford to put new wheels on my car. No, ever. no, no. It's the same wheels. When you get done, oh, with the you night, just have to you have like, to take, like them off. take them off. <laughs> and like, then in the morning, you, you gotta hold them all take back. Your wheels off. Okay, like, you I read take that. Your shoes off. I read that. Put <laughs> your shoes on before. Yeah, well, that's the last thing I'd want to. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking do it. At the end of a long ass day, take my I, goddamn I would, wheels off. Yes, I'd do it. I'd engineer some quick way to do it, and I'd be fine. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would just suck it up to it. I realize because I'm not a dude. Airports fucking suck. Okay, that's one sentence. <laughs> You're right. You were right, man. Well, Joe's, you got one yet, or what? This is Joe's favorite segment. He loves. They're always so stupid. They're, they're all stupid. Yeah, That's I the point, yeah. brother. God damn it! I want you guys. Oh, to I got another one. He's in the comments. Too. I got another one. Yeah. Would you rather look Rob Dom in the face and tell him <laughs> Rotary suck, oh, no. or look at Adam LZ in the face and say S chassis suck? Oh no. <laughs> Adam LZ. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I think Adam would take it. I feel, ah, I just, nah. Adam. <laughs> he was going to explain. Yeah, I was. It's so easy. It's yeah, like so I know, hard I know. not to. There's plenty. There's a million reasons on how to explain <laughs> yeah. it. But you can't. You can't. Okay. Good. Good on you. Would you have rather have to drive on dirt roads all the rest of your life, but they're like perfectly smooth, no like, you know, washboarding no holes or anything like that you have to wash your car a lot right dirt roads everywhere chilling on a dirt road or out here sitting on the front porch every road is paved but it's littered with potholes dirt 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 would be more fun oh okay that's all i can say okay (laughs) sorry that's as button as good as i got okay would you rather... Uh, it's my turn. You said like uh, 80. Well, because you guys take so long. I was just saying it. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather every time you park your car, even if it's in the garage, no matter where it is, every time you park it, a bird takes the biggest, nastiest shit oh. right on the hood every single time. Mm-hmm. Or every time you get out of your car, you piss your pants. <laughs> I feel like... Give me the depends. I'm pissing my pants. I ain't wiping off no bird shit. Hey! 
I would say the I like bird it. shit. I don't want to piss my pants I, I all I like the time. The depends route. That was smart. <laughs> you got to get the smart. work around. Yeah, yeah, just put it on right before yeah. you get out of the car. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> ah, you're driving home. Walking into go. the restaurant, you're like, Joe, are you wearing a diaper? Yeah. You will not believe what I had to choose between. It's a lot more efficient, actually. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus this is terrible. Christ. Okay, yeah, that was that was good. I think that was a good time. Man. Would you rather deal with a car that constantly overheats, <laughs> this seems or personal. would you rather deal with a car that never has enough gas to get where you need to go oh, every shit. single time you get in it? Oh, that's a good one because it's basically the same outcome, sort of. They're both anxiety and you. You're gonna fucking turn off the car before you get where you need to go. But I feel like there's context. Man, I was just about to say some fire too. <laughs> um, all right, we'll go overheat. We'll go with run out of gas. <laughs> nice. I'm I, the type of di- well. Okay, this isn't. We're done with it, the. No, we're yeah, done it, with the out of context. Okay, it's not even like to the question. I'm just the type of guy that like I feel like my car is empty at half a tank and I gotta go fill it up. I'm that type of person. So. Yeah, they would just... See, you ever both... had to deal with an overheating car? Yeah, have you? A little bit, yeah. Like, detrimental, it's climbing, it's spiking, it's pegging into yeah, the red. I've done it. I've, I've done, done it on done a track, it. and then I just keep going. It, I get it's fucking flag. terrible, and it's annoying, but there's there's workarounds to get right. you a little further. You blast the heat for a while. That doesn't help. It that does. doesn't help when it starts getting they say it helps, 80. It, it doesn't help. Gets you well, I think in the now beginning you're, Now, you're, now your anxiety's know, just getting hot. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're sweating. It's already yeah. hot. Okay. And now All I'm right. hot. Well, yeah, I still, I just don't like... Okay. All right. If there, is, if there was one thing you wanted to tell the viewers that are still left, one sentence you want to leave them with, Dakota and Gels, what would that one sentence be? Easy. Okay, Dakota, start. It's a quote from I don't fucking know who, but it's important. It's good. It's good. Um, I say so tearing up. Honestly, he's so fucking with us. It's gonna be some bullshit. Listen, it's gonna be guys. Some, don't. It's gonna, it's gonna be some fuck shit. You're gonna feel bad. <laughs> pee pee time, not always poo poo time, but poo poo time always pee pee time. <laughs> Beautiful. Say that at my funeral. <laughs> All right, Jels, what you got? <laughs> I don't know who said that. Lincoln? It's probably Lincoln. Probably Lincoln Locks. Jels, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to top that. I can't top it. You just give us a quote. Give us something. do an upper decker. <laughs> that would top that. Yeah. Top upper. Get it? Dakota, shut the puns. fuck up so puns. that he can finish. I don't his. know many quotes. <laughs> make one up. Yeah, make what, up a, make up a gel's quote. I am bad at this. There's someone listening to you right now, and yeah. just give him some motivation. It doesn't need to be funny. It doesn't need to be educational. Like, just be whatever. Just give get something off your chest. Okay. The car will get done when the car gets done. That That's was okay. good. I love that. That was great. That was fantastic. That was that was that killer. was more to me. <laughs> But if it works for you, that's great. Too. I feel like most motivational quotes, most people that post that stuff, they're doing it for them. They're not yeah. being like, hey, uh, you no. need to hear this. Yeah. Like, no, 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 I need The to one hear I said this. was absolutely towards me. <laughs> I hope other people can relate. But... I relate. <laughs> anyway. This is all over the place. Um, Hurry I w- up. I would just say, you're doing great. Keep it up. Oh. How do you even fucking know if they're doing great? They could be sucking. You don't know them. 
You can't see them right now. And I'm pretty sure that providing them with pee-pee poo-poo directions isn't exactly putting them on the perfect path of success. Listen, this is exactly what happened. I'm going to break it down for you real quick. We are I all said done with the podcast Happy. for tonight. Alex Thank you his, so like, much for being a part of this Fuck. series. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. If there is one quote to take away from this entire thing, it's it Gels. Gels' oh. quote was the best. Oh. Dakota's was... It's a bit subjective. Yeah. No, Gels's was objectively the best. I'd tell you the difference between subjective and objective with Dakota, but he doesn't Put know a poll the in the comments. Let me know which one was the best. I'd so love we, to see it. it you're, you, can't, you can't manipulate... I'm not manipulating anything. I said let the people speak. Yeah. Let I the people speak word. for Gels. That's manipulating. <laughs> that <laughs> is that's manipulating. I'm fighting for Gels. Okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. We hope you enjoyed this, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.